0: You're listening to Your Day Brighter. The podcast, real stories, real conversations, and real reasons to have hope in this world. We've got a lot of them. Today, I'm excited to share with you a conversation that I had with singer songwriter, worship leader, Carrie Job. And uh, the conversation took place over Zoom. So the audio sounds like a Zoom call in 2020. You know what that sounds like. Uh, but Carrie has so much wisdom to share just about her personal relationship with the Lord, about what she believes God is speaking to the global church right now uh, about how she and her family are balancing um, life and managing life in this pandemic. Uh, They're going through it too. And she talks as well about the extraordinary uh, gift of uh, her latest song, The Blessing. No doubt you've heard it. Uh, We love that song. And just even how that song was written, she got to be a part of that. Uh, it's just a fascinating a fascinating story, really, of uh, being patient <laughs> and waiting for the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do. I know you're going to be so encouraged by this conversation with Carrie Job. So we're so glad that you're listening. Would you uh, listen to the podcast? We hope that you'll subscribe and uh, share it, share it with your friends. Uh, you can even leave a review that helps other people find it. So uh, right now let's let's pick it up. my conversation with Carrie Job. Everybody, it's Tracy, and I am so honored to be speaking with um, one of the most beautiful voices and sweetest spirits um, in music today. Her name is Carrie Job. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great to see you. A a lot has happened in your life since uh, the last time we talked, Carrie. I don't know if you remember, you were in Maryland, and this was years ago before I think it's before you were seeing Cody. I mean, this goes back. Yeah, and we had breakfast yeah. together, and we were talking about being single. And yeah. I just think now like the blessing on your life and all that God has done. Um, you and Cody have been married for how many years now? Five and a half. Congratulations!
1: Yeah, thank, thank you God. so much. It's so sweet, and it's so sweet that we get to do ministry together, and we have two boys now, and it's
0: wild. That's Canyon and Kingston, is that right? That's, That's right. And, uh, so how old are they now?
1: Canyon is four and Kingston is one.
0: Are you, and you seem so calm. <laughs> oh, God. Mother, how are you doing? You know, it's just all about, um,
1: yeah, just being fully present where I am, you know? <laughs> it's funny because like, yeah. we have this light and we set this up, but like, if I actually showed you what this room looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy and then my boys are literally out there yeah we're just Cody's dadding today he's just being dad and you know we're just living the dream we love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I'm, I couldn't be happier for you and um I know I wanted to talk to you about the blessing of course mm-hmm. um, which we we can't get enough of it feels like one of those songs that comes out you know once in a while there's a song that God gifts people with like can you tell me about the process of writing that because it seems like you were visited by the Holy Spirit Um, (laughs) and out came this song that was like instantly in our hearts Um, tell me what it was like to write it beautiful Uh, it was just a beautiful it
1: was a long day Um, we were with Pastor Stephen Furtick and Chris Brown from Elevation and we were leading at church that weekend. And so we, we went in a few days early to, to just write and we wrote a different song for like eight hours. And so we were all pretty tired, <clears throat> but right as we were finishing up, this new idea came and we all just kind of paused. We we're like, wait, wait, we need to work on this. And so five more hours go and we worked on the blessing. And I'm just really thankful that we didn't We didn't leave. You know, I'm just thankful that we, it felt like the presence of God just hovered and that the Lord just, there was just more he wanted to say that we hadn't, you know, really leaned into yet that day. And I'm just so thankful. I love that he just surprises us. And um, I think what's so powerful about this song is people, these are truths we've all known for a long time, many of us. And we've, heard the Aaronic blessing prayed over us many times in different settings and so I think just it's just powerful to to now have melody to some things that we've all loved about who God is you know and and I just and we had no idea that the pandemic was about to take place you know and it's just pretty fun to be used by the Lord that's all I can say
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um when you sing that song it's so interesting to me how um it's it's a it's a gift that keeps going because it's like you're singing it over us the lord is singing it over us we can sing it over one another what greater gift could we give someone than to ask god to bless them
1: absolutely
0: right what is what does blessing mean to you Carrie, and, and how have you seen God blessing your life, other than the obvious things that we can see, the beautiful family that mm-hmm. you have, um, um, a flourishing um, career, but I know it's a lot deeper than that for you, tell me what God's blessing is like for you personally, what is blessing? Yeah, that you're the first person
1: that's asked me that, I'm like, wow, I've never really had to think about what actual blessing, you know, I've, I've heard that my whole life, I, I grew up, a christian family so you know i think for me blessing is is just the the power of who god is and us receiving that in our human form you know like Mm -hmm. when someone says the lord bless you 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 feel like god is looking at you and pouring his goodness over you and you know so blessing I want his favor, I want his protection, I want healing, I want deliverance, I want friendship. And I think like all of those things are, are blessings over our lives, because that's who he is, you know, and so it's receiving those things, and taking and, and agreeing with the word of God and agreeing, you know, out loud that I do believe this is who you are, and I receive this over myself you know it's like blessing yourself with the truth of who
0: god is that's beautiful, so I got goosebumps. That's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> i've never beautiful. said that before so i love <laughs> i love that question hey you're listening to your day brighter the podcast i'm tracy tiernan and uh thanks for joining us a great conversation with singer songwriter worship leader mom <laughs> wife carrie joe um she is all of those things and uh, most of all a lover of the Lord Jesus. And we're so glad that you're listening. We hope that you'll share the podcast, uh, spread it around, leave a review if you like. It helps other people to find it as well. Now, the next question that I asked Carrie, I want to invite you maybe to ask yourself. I hope that you'll uh, interact with this podcast and um, let God speak to you through it. We can learn so much from other people's stories. But I asked Carrie specifically about, has she ever just blocked her blessing, like she knew that God had called her to something and was perhaps maybe putting it off or determined to go her own way. Uh, could it be true that someone as um, devoted as Carrie would experience that as well? <laughs> well, of course, absolutely. How about you? Listen.
1: There was there have been seasons where um, I think I was trying to figure out what God wanted for me more than just obeying what He had already asked of me, you know. Mm-hmm. I can I can look back and see some of that in my younger years of of just um, well even now like when I know He's told me to do something or I've i felt in my spirit I need to do this and I just haven't obeyed that yet. You know, you kind of feel like I need to obey what God's saying. You know, I can I can really apply that to before meeting Cody, like trying to figure out who my husband was. And I, think, I think, but but what's beautiful is God just like works everything for our good because he's really kind like that, you know, so whether I've missed something or blocked something, I think he may, you know, he turned everything into to good because my heart was to, you know, be in the right place and obey And We can That's just like, we just put our humanness to things sometimes that it's like, you know, he's got it figured out for
0: us. And I think that's something we just have to lean into. Can kind of rest in. I I heard um, that mother Teresa um, said that she, and I'm paraphrasing, but she wanted to be radically obedient to Jesus. Like whatever Mm he were, that she would refuse him nothing. I love that. I love it. I love it too. And so um, like what, what that looks like in our, own humanness and how we can kind of second guess ourselves and that sort of thing. I guess this is the journey of faith, you know? So Carrie, can you tell me a little bit about how you and your family have been navigating pandemic? How have you guys been doing and what has life been like for your family since all of this happened?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, It's been a little hard because I usually see my family a lot more, like my extended family. So that's been tough. Like it's been six months now that I haven't seen my sister or no, no five months, you know? And so it's like, oh, it's so hard, but it's okay for, for my sweet little family though. You know, it's been, there's so little, they don't know what's going on and we've had lots of time to just be fully present with them. And I've loved that, you know, just a lot of time at home, a lot of time to play and, um, <laughs> I think, I think it's really sweet. I love that. I love being a mom. So I just, you know, they, they travel with us too. So I'm just, I love being with them and they're never away from me. And I love that.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. What do you love, uh, what do you love most about being a mom? And what's the hardest thing about being a mom in this stage of life that you're in right now?
1: Yeah. um, I love a lot. The hardest part is probably just not having a lot of, you know, me time and like uh, just alone time to to just gather myself, you know. um, Like I quit painting my fingernails because I just was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know? um, it, it's over. <laughs> Maybe when they're older, I can have time to do that. But yeah, um, I probably just like not getting like a lot of me time. But that's okay. It's just it is a season too. They won't always be this little, and I don't want to miss these sweet little diaper booty moments, you know, they're just so cute and squishy and I just love it. I love just the, I think some of the sweet moments with Canyon have been really cool. Just, it's like he's entered a new season of understanding a lot more and he wants to sit and talk about God, talk about Jesus. He talks about this angel that he sees. And so, and he has more language to use now that he's a little
0: older. How, how, when, when, gosh, when your kids start to want to know about the Lord, and I know this is going to be very close to your heart, you want them to know him personally. Um, How are you, Guy? How do you put words to this God that is so hard for us to put words to, to a toddler? (laughs) How do you explain it to a child?
1: What's really sweet is I feel like each moment the Lord gives little tools to be able to connect it to for his little brain, you know? <laughs> and, uh, he said, he said me the other day, like, mommy, you don't teach me everything. God and Jesus teach me things too. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he was like, well, they tell me, they tell me things that I need to learn. And I, that was it. And then he ran off. So I was like, huh, I wonder like how he understands that, you know? So Next time we talk about it, I can bring that up. And one day though, um, we talk about naughties in your heart. You know, if he's getting in trouble, I'm like, there are naughties in your heart and you need to ask Jesus to help them, you know, come out. And one day he goes, mommy, is Jesus a good naughty? Because we always talk about Jesus being in his heart. And so in that moment, I thought, yes. Like if that's how he's connecting, that if there can be something bad in my heart, then if Jesus needs to be in my heart to get the bad things out, then he must be a good naughty. So I was like, Yes, <laughs> I'll use that. <laughs> you know? That's
0: pretty deep actually. I mean, that it it is. That's,
1: yeah. That's, so yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like they they give you those moments to work with and you just kind of work with what they're like somehow understanding. And you're like, okay, sure. <laughs> we'll we'll go with it. <laughs> Look at what's that! Look at
0: it's called <laughs> <your> job. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Out of you. Um, can I talk to you a little bit about being a worship leader? Mm-hmm. Um, how How do you uh, define that line between what some people would call entertainment or performance, or um, using your instrument and your countenance and just everything about you? as a, a vessel to usher people into the spirit of God. And is that, I mean, you, you're you're a very mature worship leader. The, the times that I've had the privilege of seeing you share your gift, it's almost as if you, you're, you're beautiful and radiant and invisible all at the same time. It's like God's kind of working for you. Um, I'd love to know what that process is like for you and how, you know, how do you stay in the right re- positioned rightly before God to be able to do that and not cross over into performance, which could be so easy to do. Yes.
1: I, it's probably, you know, one of the hardest things that I had to learn and cultivate and um, thank you for what you said. That means a lot to me. Cause that that's, really really powerful. I watched a lot of Darlene Czech stuff growing up because I felt like she just did that so well mm-hmm. and you know growing up to sing and lead worship you like you kind of like swayed back and forth there was a music stand in front of you you closed your eyes you know so I remember some leaders in my life um, starting to want the worship leaders to stand up at the front of the stage and no music stands and you had a wireless microphone. And it it was it felt like a culture shock for me at first. This, and this is like my early 20s. I remember thinking, no, that will, that will feel like people are just like watching me. And I remember someone just said, it's all about the posture of your heart. Mm-hmm. If your heart is not for them to watch you and for them to connect with God, Then that's what will happen but it does do something really powerful to to be be in front of them and usher them in and like kind of like a tour guide like come on come this way you know like everything that people do is demonstrative when it comes to like explaining something and so i look at it like that with worship leader like Mm -hmm. come on we're gonna worship jesus you know (laughs) so everything just has to do with like just upward focus and getting people vertical and you know i think the more that i fall in love with jesus too it feels like a dance it feels like i'm getting to love jesus in front of people and i want i want them to fall in love with him too so it's just all these things you know i'm almost 40 so i've been doing this a little while and i've learned some things yeah i've learned some things along the way that i look back and go yeah I i don't like that i didn't like the way that felt when i did that that felt very prideful, or that felt very um, me-centered, or, you know, so I've learned through the years some things that, like, I felt like could grieve the Spirit of God, or where my brain or my heart was while I was leading just got in the way or something, you know, so Mm -hmm. I think the more people do it, the more you lead worship, the more you learn, and um,
0: it's just a sweet thing to get to lead people. It's an honor to do that. It really is an honor, isn't it? It is. and as well, that it's an honor um, being a mom, um, that it feels like a an honor that God would allow you to write um, songs. Yeah. Um, do you, do you write every day?
1: In a writing season, like I do kind of like a, a season of it because it kind of wears me out, <laughs> you yeah. know, because it's a lot of like, it's kind of like keeping an antenna up all the time. like in the, like with a spiritual mindedness of like, is this a song? Is this something you're saying? Is this a theme? And I kind of have to go into that mode for an album. And so that's like, it's usually about a year long process for me to write for an album. Um, And I do, I keep my journal handy. I keep my voice memo handy. And then once I feel like I've gathered everything for my album, I kind of, I kind of let the antennas come back down a little bit. just because it's a lot. It's just a lot spiritually to stay tuned in like that all the time, you know? Right. And that's just me, not everybody, some people write like every day, uh, but I I write in a season and I write thematically. So uh, a theme for a song, it might take quite a few weeks to actually write that song. So most mm-hmm. of the time a, a song in a day is not normal, you know? Yeah. A blessing in a few hours was like just a gift
0: from heaven. <laughs> It really was. All of us. Thank you for that gift of that. Right, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me wrap up by asking you um, the the th- the theme of that song about um, God's pouring out His blessings over generations and generations. Um, what does that look like in your life, in your family's life, and what is your hope for? god's blessing for future generations for for your family with you and cody if you could put words to to define that blessing
1: i love that you know i i've learned a lot from my mom and dad and and through the years those those things you hear about breaking generational curses and you know these things are going to stop this is not going to happen in our family line any longer and you know different things that they have just really and i've watched the fruit of that in my life like um Just I've watched the fruit of speaking the blessing of the Lord and the truth of the word of our family that that would shift. And so for my family, we're going to continue to do that, like praying for just complete health that we would live long and and get to be together as a family and grow old together. And, you know, just getting to, like, trust the Lord for those things is really sweet. It's it's a beautiful thing to trust and walk in faith instead of walking in fear, fear only steal. And that's been something for me, generationally, I've had to break. of uh, Just fear, living in fear, living in fear of of loss, fear of something bad happening. And I have just decided, you know what, I'm not going to live like that. I'm going to trust the Lord. And I'm going to yeah. trust that whatever comes our way, we're going to have the grace to walk through it. And he says he never leaves us or forsakes us. So we're going to just trust the Lord. And we're going to just live with all of our hearts and be, you know, just be joyful and not be fearful. So, oh, there, I mean, that's a huge question for me. I love that question.
0: Beautiful, everything you said, how many people can relate to what you said about living with that fear? Oh, um, yes. And to you know, like, just make a decision. I'm not living like that anymore. That's not what God has given me. That's not the spirit of yeah. me. That's so great. that's really powerful. Um, one thing you're looking forward to right now.
1: Um, I am about to record my live album. So it's coming in a few weeks. It'll look different because of COVID. It won't. I've had to shift my expectation, but I'm like, okay, Lord, you knew. And so just, you know, putting my heart in line with what he already had planned and, you know, just asking him to help me to, to see it like that. Cause it'll be more, it'll be a smaller setting mm-hmm. with the same presence of God. So, you know, it'll be fine. And it'll be intimate, it'll be really, I feel like it's gonna be really sacred and very, like, very prophetic. So I'm excited to see what we capture. And um, the church is in this season. And so I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna like, just record like what it looks like in normal life. I wanted to really lean into what the church looks like right now in this season, because this is what I'm supposed to record. And so it's like, okay,
0: help me to get in line with, you know, how to minister to people right now with it looking like this. I love that you're being, you're staying present in this moment because this is a moment, isn't it? it? Is. This is a moment, a very defining moment. Um, do you, do you have a sense of what you believe God is saying to the, the church that the, the global church right now?
1: Yeah, I really believe that, you know, so much of the church at large, it started around the table. It started around communion. It started around discipleship and, And just people being, you know, face value and not being about a a presentation or numbers or it just was about relationship. And so I think for me, he's, he's bringing everything back to just like true friendship with Jesus and and really taking the Lord at his word and spending time in the word, you know, so I think revivals happening right under our noses because people are having new revelations of who Jesus is and actually having relationship, not just going to church, going through the motions, but having to dig in yeah, and, and believe these things for ourselves because there is no hype anywhere. You can only get so excited and on your couch, you know, it's like, there's no hype really. It's like you're really having to take these truths in and believe these things Without lots of like
0: extra emotional stuff added to it. So, yeah, refining our hearts in many ways, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I'm just so blessed to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much for yeah. hanging out. Carrie, I pray just God's fresh anointing and uh, energy for this season. I pray it over you in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus that, um, Lord, you would order. Um, Carrie's steps that everything about uh, this recording that's coming up would just have your fingerprints all over it God that you would speak to her and through her um, and that God she would just continue to be um, the blessing that she is but I think you God as she pours out to all of us you will fill her fresh mm-hmm. and and new um, we thank you for the gift of Carrie job and where uh, we love her and um, we know that you love her infinitely more so thank you lord for her life in Jesus' name i pray amen amen thank you thank you thank you your day brighter is produced by brighter media group tracy tiernan and john lawhon editing by julie gilligan make sure you're subscribed leave a review and tell us what you think of the podcast and make sure you share it with someone who needs encouragement today thanks so much for listening and tell somebody your story today or better yet ask to hear their story